Good day to you, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with Dave. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm pretty sick right now, but I'm doing this anyway because I'm not too sick to do it, but I am sick enough that it will be difficult, but I'm doing it because my apartment's empty, and those are the conditions under which I like to record episodes. And I would have done it yesterday, but I was bad yesterday. This is the sickest I've been in years. I don't usually get very sick. I used to get sick growing up, like, once a year. I would get sick once a year, like, pretty bad, maybe once every two years. I used to get croup a lot. I get this really, like, loud, painful, dry cough. I would get that all the time. And, uh, you know, around the same time, I was getting lots of vaccine shots and boosters. Could those be related? I don't know. I haven't gotten a flu shot since I was like 19 or 18 years old. And this has been the least sick 10 years of my life. And maybe when you get older, you just get sick less. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. But again, like as you get older, you get less boosters unless you're one of those retards getting those freaking mRNA shots. Jesus Christ. People are getting those still. I can't believe it. (laughs) It's crazy, man. That shit's wild. They're still getting them. Oh, my God. I can't believe it crazy but anyway I don't really get sick often and even when I do like when I allegedly had COVID whatever it was probably that was um that would have been two years ago it would have been like the beginning of 2021 um I had a alleged COVID and I wasn't even really sick it was a one day little bout where I had about a 99 degree fever for like half the day. And then I was like better by the next day. It's like a 24 hour thing, not even. So that was fine. Why the Wikipedia always, Wikipedia asks for money more than NPR. Wikipedia fucking sucks. But in sometimes it's not that bad, but I don't never give them money. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. I'll try to pause if it's going to be like a bad cough. I'll try to like pause so you don't hear it or like mute. You know what I mean? I'm taking a sip of water. There'll be a lot of that. But there'll be a lot of that all day for me because that's important to stay healthy. You know, that's one thing they don't lie to you about. I give it to them. Drink a lot of water. They don't lie about that. That is a good thing. They lie to you about almost everything. But they're not lying to you about that. So we give them a little tip of the hat. Sip of water. So yeah. On Saturday... I was really sick. It was bad. I was cold and then I was sweating. And then I was cold and then I was sweating. 
and I was coughing. I had a really bad headache. Oh, it was so bad, and I couldn't eat. I didn't eat the whole day, but I think that helped. I think that helps, like fasting. I think that actually helps. Like, well, I didn't have anything the whole day, but then I had a craving at night for a milkshake, so I ordered a milkshake from Cold Stone, and I drank like three sips of the milkshake, and then I had to poo, so I stopped, and I did what I had to do, and I stopped drinking. The milkshake is still in the freezer, but now it's all frosty. Now it's like all frozen, so I think I might just throw it out. What a waste. Do you know how much money it is to order delivery on Uber Eats? A milkshake? I don't even want to tell you. I think it was $24. I spent $24 for a milkshake I had three sips of. Okay, but I was delirious in my defense. I was completely delirious. I wasn't thinking straight. So that was Saturday. Yesterday, a little bit better. Today, you know, despite how I may sound, I'm, I'm feeling much better. I mean... You know, I'm thinking by by Wednesday will be good as new. So there's things I want to talk to you about. And I don't even really know where to begin because on the last episode I'd say we covered Yay pretty thoroughly. I mean as much as as thorough as you can be in about an hour. And I think you understand Ye a little bit better. And maybe you understand Jews a little bit better too. Or at least I hope that's the case. And don't... No, never mind. But what else? Like, there were other things I wanted to discuss. I think um, something that's funny is kind of like the way the white liberal reveals their hypocrisy in shameless and not, um, oh, I was going to talk to you about some retard, but I'll get to that. So let me do this first, but I'm going to talk to you about this person because we also have to make fun of people. We also have to make fun of people who are on our side, quote unquote, like, I'm on the side of people who are smart, is what I decided. Like, I don't really care legitimately smart, because we could, we could, we could battle it out later, you know, if we need to have a big, uh, if we need to have, you know, skirmishes on the streets between fascists and communists, we could figure that out later, and I won't even be on the street. Because I'll probably be in one of these rooms, like, figuring out, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because I'm going to just, like, link up with Thomas777 and be like, what are we doing, man? I'm with you, bro. Be one of the intellectual leaders of the movement. But uh, for now, it's like I see some of these mega communists and stuff. I'm like, all right, these guys are fine. And some of them are smart. There are smart communists. I hate it. 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 I can't even uh, deny that. Maybe, mm, 
No, no, that's true. So, but I don't like people who are fucking idiots. And some of them are like, plenty of them are conservatives. Or, you know, truth, free speech and truth, people. And it's like so embarrassing. They're so bad. And I, I found such a good example of it. But I'll show you that in a minute and we'll talk about that. But something I wanted to touch on here is that all of the sudden, obviously, because Elon Musk owns Twitter now, the liberals are the free speech people, which was bound to happen if something like that. No one expected something like this to happen, that one of these social media sites would go rogue. Like, what are the odds? It was the only way this could have happened was if some really rich guy bought it himself. And I still don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure Elon's a piece of shit. Like, I don't, I don't buy it. I think he's a fuckhead and uh, he just wants to enslave us in different ways. But he does like messing with liberals, I think. And I can enjoy that, which I've talked about before. It's like, there's no reason you can't enjoy when your enemies are fighting. So if Elon is fighting the liberals, the white liberals and the progressives, then all my enemies are fighting. I can just sit back and watch. And then people can go, well, what about you? You said you were a free speech person, that, that you believe in the free speech. What happened? You don't have any principles. What happened? Hey, answer me. Why won't you answer me? I thought you were a free speech person. Dave? Dave, I thought you were a free speech person. Dave, why don't you answer me? You don't have any principles. Dave, I thought you were a free speech person. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> it's so much fun. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. Principles are for like libertarians. That's why they always lose. Okay. Principles. Get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit, you fag. Oh my God. I said this many months ago, well before Elon took over Twitter. I realize that free speech is not for me. I just want the right people getting censored. I want the right content getting censored. I want my enemies silenced. I'm no different than white liberals. Well, now they've taken the dumb stance of being free speech people. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. They've taken the dumb position of taking a principled stance. They never do that. I don't know why they're changing now all of a sudden and expecting people to like be on their side. And they finally get to see what it's like. In a meaningful way, I should say, because all the time, like conservative politicians are hypocrites all the time. But they finally get to see in a meaningful way that affects them 
some of them, if they use Twitter or whatever, they care about that stuff. They get to see someone be just an absolute hypocrite and nothing happens and it's fine. So they get to see Elon be like, I'm a champion for free speech. And then he starts like temporarily banning journalists, like really some of the worst left-wing journalists like Keith Olbermann, that fucking douchebag. And uh, Taylor Lorenz, that that retard, and a few others, and um, <clears throat> they just lose it. Everyone, and then every, they're all free speech people. So I'm like, why would you? You saw that not work. That's the other dumb thing, because it's not necessarily a bad idea on its face. It's not necessarily a terrible idea to be like. Oh, wow, it's the First Amendment. Like, this could be actually a really good argument. But you've seen that argument not work for six years plus. You've seen that argument be ineffective for six years, and now you're going to adopt it as your own? Like, liberals can't do anything right. I mean, they can, though. That's the thing. I'm just being, like, a dick. Because they're very good at politics, usually. They're usually better at politics than conservatives. That's why they get everything they want. They just play the the, the long game. They just play the sl- the slow burn. That's how they do things. But this was like that's a beginner move. That's just a, that's an embarrassing thing to do. Like. Do you think that it's all of a sudden going to work for you? Because it obviously wouldn't. If it was like a fresh new argument, like maybe you could try it. Hey, wait, what about free speech? Like if no one had tried that before, I could see that maybe working. Or at least you gain some support. But if you're the one who's like, it's a private company. They could do what they want. It's a private company. They can do what they want for six plus years. And then that company changes hands and the new owner bans some people. And you're like, this is a violation of the First Amendment. (laughs) It's so stupid. They're the worst. How does anyone put up with these people? Like, I'd rather this, I, let's like, oh my God. I say it all the time. I would just rather you be a communist, dude. I'd so much rather you be a communist. Like, white liberals are so fucking annoying. They're the worst. They're the worst. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's also, like, so annoying. Oh my God, dude. I don't think this is going to be a long episode, honestly, because, like, I'm dying right now. It's, like, 15 and a half minutes. I'll do at least 30 minutes, okay? Uh, here's what I was going to say. So, but the, the funny thing about the liberal hypocrisy and, like, the way it gets, like, increasingly... I don't, like, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but it gets worse. It keeps getting worse 
where like every video that the mainstream media or pictures even that the mainstream media shows to the point where I think they've actually had to dial it back every single time they show you the Ukrainian military there's some kind of swastika or some kind of like I paused at that time because that was a bad call. So, every time, dude, they show the Ukrainian military, someone's doing something Nazi. Every time. Someone's doing a Z Kyle. Is that what they, you know, with the arm, the arm straight out? Someone's doing. Someone's wearing a patch they're not supposed to be wearing. You just zoom in a little bit. You're like, oh, that's a, that's Nazi regalia or whatever the word would be. I don't know. I'm a little delirious right now, but I'm trying to hold it together. Every time there's something Nazi and it's, it's like laughable. But then I saw this story the other day. Hold on. Let me find it. I'm pausing. Yeah, yeah. So this is the story I saw. It was from Gray Zone, which that's funny. Like, this was good. Um, I I hate the ADL, obviously, and I don't think I told you guys the story yet of how the ADL was founded. Um, and I'll I'll tell you that story, but I can't tell you today because it's just it'll take a while. And I just don't have the bandwidth, but the the TLDR, the the short, the short and shortened one sentence version of it is the ADL was founded. Um, the ADL was founded in response to the lynching of a Jewish child rapist. So a Jewish child rapist was lynched. And some angry Jews formed the ADL because they didn't think that this guy should have been lynched, even though he raped a child. So, um, you know, this guy Greenblatt is the head of the ADL. And, you know, they've thought, they've obviously thought, figured out a very, you know, warped story. They've created their own warp story of what happened, and then the Jew, Leo Frank, was actually innocent. No, he raped a, a young girl, so. I think if anyone deserves to be lynched, it's a child rapist. Can we all agree? So I like that the Gray Zone did this, where they... I guess that this guy Greenblatt was wearing the, the emblem of the Azov Battalion on TV, it looks like. I'm seeing a picture right here. And the the Azov Battalion emblem looks like a swastika. I mean, it looks a lot like a swastika. Which, again, this whole thing is funny. It's like you've got this Jew who's the head of Jew Inc. You know? I mean, the ADL is like... It's, it's like they call themselves the Anti-Defamation League. It's like the calling people anti-Semites League. Accusing anti-Semitism League. That's all they do. They just give you a list of people who hate Jews. 
And maybe actually only, maybe one of them only, maybe one of them hate Jews. They give you like a hundred names. Cause some guy was like, uh, yeah. Some, cause some guy went on, uh, went on Twitter and was like, I saw a really disturbing video of a Palestinian, uh, young Palestinian being killed by, uh, Israeli forces. And I thought that was very disturbing. And the ADL is like, you hate Jews and you want us all back in the ovens? What the fuck? And the guy's like, no, 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 I didn't say that. I just thought, you know, when that full-grown uh, Israeli soldier with the assault rifle uh, curb stomped that 14-year-old child, I thought that was fucked up. And the ADL is like, wow, this guy wants us back in the ovens. He really wants us back in the ovens, man. <laughs> That's the ADL. That's the ADL for you. Maybe I have to be like a little bit delirious and I'm really like heating up like I'm spitting fire. That's what the ADL is. I just got lightheaded from doing that. <laughs> so I guess this guy Greenblatt, this fuckhead, this stupid asshole was on um, some show or something talking about the Azov Battalion or wearing this, like, like uh, patch. That's the Azov Battalion. It says ADL on top of it. This is the degree. This is where we're at, where the head of the Calling People Anti-Semites Anti League is on a program wearing a Nazi emblem. So I'll just read, like, whatever. I'll read. I'm not reading this whole goddamn thing. But I guess they, uh, let's see. Oh, fuck. Come on. Sorry, my mom's calling me. I'm just all out of sorts. Here's a tweet. There's a tweet. This Ukrainian, this is from the ADL in 2019. <coughs> Jesus. This Ukrainian extremist group called the Azov Battalion has ties to neo-Nazis and white supremacists. Our latest report on international white supremacy details how they try to connect with like-minded extremists from the U.S. Interesting. Very good. So what I'd like to see, I'm trying to see um, what the actual, but whatever. So let's see what they said. I'll just read the first couple paragraphs, then we'll, we'll bail on this, but it's funny. The Anti-Defamation League has emailed the Gray Zone a defense of the Azov Battalion and refused to condemn the Pentagon for honoring a veteran of the group who sports Nazi-inspired tattoos. A November 9th email from the ADL to the Gray Zone provided a twisted defense of Ukraine's Azov Battalion. Despite its self-proclaimed anti-hate mission, the ADL insisted in the email it does not consider the Azov as the far-right group it once was. All the way back in 2019, now that was three years ago. Now, that was three years ago. They've changed. 
The Azov Battalion is a neo-Nazi unit formally integrated into the U.S. government-backed Ukrainian military. Yeah, obviously that's okay, so. I just wanted to see the email they sent, but it's fine. Um... Wow. At the closing ceremony of the Department of Defense's Warrior Games at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, comedian Jon Stewart honored a member of the Ukrainian team, Ihor Halushka, for his personal example. Halushka is a former member of the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion and has a Nazi sun and rod tattoo on his left elbow. Wow. Good old, uh, good old John Stewart, everyone. Oh, here, I found the statement from the ADL. When it was created in 2014, the AZAP Brigade was a private paramilitary group fighting the then annexation of Crimea. During this period, it was a group that had a clear far-right influence. In late 2014, the group was brought in as part of the Ukrainian National Guard and renamed the Azov Regiment. When this happened, the Ukrainian government investigated the group and claims to have expelled it of these far-right members. It was also at this time that its founder, Andrei Beletsky, left Azov and has since worked in the greater Azov movement, including founding a far-right political party, the National Corps. <laughs> anytime, anytime I read a statement from the ADL, I'm going to read it like this. In essence... There was a split between the military unit Azov and the political goals of its founding members. Of course, this is not to say that they have successfully removed all far-right elements from their ranks. But our Center on Extremism also does not see Azov Regiment as the far-right group it once was. <laughs> wow. When I'm sick, I could kill that voice. I crushed that. I'm sorry if that hurt your ears, but it was hilarious. That was so funny. Oh, man. That's the thing. When your voice is so, like, run down, you could do different stuff with it. But it hurts. So, I'm in pain right now for you. But I'm taking advantage of this because it's only once every, like, couple years that I sound like this. And my voice is like this. So, that was another reason why it was important for me to do this. <laughs> That's so much fun. While changes have been made to the group, that does not mean that extremism does not exist within the ASAP regiment. And we will continue to monitor their developments. Thank you for reporting this to the ADL. 
Jesus Christ, man. I love how they're like, well, just because they split, I mean, it doesn't mean they've gotten rid of all of the uh, the Nazi elements. I'm like, yeah, dude. I can't see a picture or video of the Ukrainian, of the entire Ukrainian army at all with Nazi and some Nazi shit. I'm not even just seeing the Azov Battalion. And if they're the Nazis, that's a really bad sign. Considering I'm just seeing regular troops. <clears throat> so, anyway, I've been following the, uh, I've been following it pretty regularly, like on a daily basis, the, um, the military advancements of the Russians. And uh, it's looking good, guys. It's looking good. Unless you're Ukrainian. <coughs> or you want them to win. Obviously, I've told you since before this started that the Russians would win. I told you before it started that it wouldn't start. So I was wrong about that. But then I told you Russia would win. And when you think about it, because people know nothing, like a lot of people. When it comes to this conflict, it's even more, um, that's even more true. They know nothing. And they think, because like, realistically, of the major world powers, I don't think there's a better leader than Putin's. Who's like demonstrably smart when you listen to him because anyone who thinks Putz is dumb just does never listen to a speech of his or an interview because they're too um because they can't read subtitles they're like i don't i don't like subtitles why can't he speak english why doesn't he speak english i don't like subtitles I, have, I can't read that fast. I don't like subtitles. So they won't even like read a, the subtitles for like one of his speeches or interviews. But if you did that, you'd see that we haven't had a president that smart in a long time. I mean, probably Barack. Because, you know, whether you love the guy or hate the guy, he was smart. Like Barack Obama is a smart man. And Poots even has the the added benefit here that he doesn't have to lie as much. He do, he's not forced to lie as much as Obama was forced to lie because there was no like there was very little justification, so at, at least let's say in terms of warfare, because that's the only place where I've really paid close attention to the things that Poots has said, is when it comes to. Things he said about NATO, about this war, you know. I don't really know what he says about, like, domestic policies and stuff. I haven't really paid much attention to it. But Obama, when it came to, like, the wars that we were engaging in with Obama, it's just, like, no justification for it. So he had to lie more. But smart people can lie well. So Obama was a good liar, but... Poots has the added benefit here with this conflict that he really doesn't have to lie. 
So he comes across as very smart because he is. And it's made easier by the fact that he doesn't have to lie, kind of like on the fly, which, you know, that could lead to pitfalls here and there. You know, if you if you screw up the script, because then you gotta you gotta remember a script. It's easier to just like rattle off like what happened and what's going on for real as you understand it. <clears throat> so, anyway, this is the amazing thing about the white liberal. Just to go back to this whole Azov Battalion stuff and just because, like, can you really wrap your head around that? Everything that's bad to the white liberal is Nazi. It's fascist. Everything that's bad to the white liberal is fascist. Or right wing. And they've made fascist and Nazi and right wing mean the same thing. The, the, the liberal, like, if you really want to scare a liberal, you just tell them you're right wing. And they, what? What? What do you mean you're right wing? You, you mean you're glad that you put them in the ovens? <laughs> you mean they're glad you're glad you put those were innocent people and they put them in ovens and you're happy? No, I'm just no, 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 no. I'm right wing. So you're just glad that they all died, all six million? Well, you know. Allegedly. But no, I'm not glad. I'm not glad when people die. Of course not. I'm just right wing. I just have different uh, belief system than you politically. So you just want to finish the job, don't you? You just want to finish the job. <laughs> it's all the same to them. The white liberal is the white liberal goes, okay. Right wing equals fascist equals Nazi. Okay? So they've got all this pent up, you know, like rage and fear of right wing and fascist and Nazi. And most of the time what they're seeing isn't even right wing that they describe as fascist and Nazi. It's like Republicans. They think Republicans, Republicans are just, and like conservatives they're just like liberals from five years ago. I saw someone say that. I don't remember where I saw that. That might have been a tweet or something, just like a random tweet, but that's so true. Republicans are just liberals from five years ago, maybe 10, but they're not even right wing. These aren't like right wing ideas. They're just a little less liberal. You know, they're just a few years less liberal than current liberals. Because current liberals get dragged by like through fear, they get dragged in in particular directions by progressives. Because they rule by fear, meaning like fear of the people. Like they they <laughs> they fear the wrong people basically. <coughs> Fuck, ow. Okay, we're going to get through this. Where are we at? I'm already past what I promised you. But there's still more to say, and I have to finish this. Shit, man. 
This is what I was going to say. I still want to show you that lady who's like so stupid because we deserve to be a little even-handed. We deserve to be a little even-handed that we don't just give it to the libs all the time because conservatives are the worst. I mean, everyone sucks, man. Except for smart people, like really smart people. I like those people. And at least if I don't agree with them, I can have a really good conversation with them because they'll just have that necessary background of information. And maybe I can learn something from them. That's what I like about smart people. I don't like dumb people. And truthfully, like, let's take this Ukraine thing as an example. What does a dumb conservative think? Slava Ukraini. No. A, a dumb conservative is like, Slava Ukraini. And a dumb liberal is like, yeah, Slava Ukraini. Now I want them Ukrainians to win that damn war. I always have to give liberals the southern accent because they don't like it. I recommend you do the same. When you're trying to imitate a liberal, give them the southern accent. When you're imitating a conservative, you just give them a regular voice. Conservatives are like Slava Ukraini, and then the liberals are like, damn, damn right, Slava Ukraini, I love them Ukrainians. But they're on the same page, so like when things matter, the dumb conservative is useless to me, so I can't use them for my own political gains, which like really I just want things to be more in line with the way that I think, and I want less things... I want things to be viewed with the same level of disdain that I, I think they should be viewed with. So I'm more than willing to use dumb people to achieve those ends. But there's plenty of cases where, like, they're so dumb. They're useless to me. They don't even see things the right way. How am I going to explain to a conservative who loves the military that the Russians deserve to win this war. They will win this war. We have no business being there. The Ukrainians are, are fuckheads. Zelensky is a complete moron, but he's a puppet, and I actually kind of feel bad for him at this point. He's just got to go around begging for money because they pushed him into the war, and he knows what's going to happen. He knows they're fucked, so he's going around being like, Hey! You told us to do this. Where'd you go? <laughs> so you can actually kind of feel for Zelensky in a way. Like, just, I feel kind of bad for him because it's true. Like, it's kind of like, um, it was like a schoolyard fight. And, and, you know, Zelensky, that would be a good, that would be a good, uh, <sighs> Zelensky's this comedian and he's like five foot three. I think in real life he's like five foot three or five foot four. He's very short. He's a shrimp. He's a little shrimp. He's a cute little shrimp. But uh people are just goading him and they're like, dude, dude, go get Putin after school. Go get Putin after school. We'll back you up, bro. If he fights back, like we'll back you up. Go get Putin after school. Come on, man. 
don't be a pussy. Don't be a pussy. You got to get him after school. And Zelensky's like, I really don't want to. Like, I think he knows judo. Are you guys for real? Like, you promise that you'll have my back if I, like, if I call him out? Because, like, I'll do it. But I need you guys to have my, my back. And then they, that happened. And then it was 3 o'clock and it was after school. And Zelensky went up to Poots and he shoved him. And he was like, hey, you Russian fuck. And Poots just, like, put him in the headlock because Poots knows judo. And Zelensky's just in the headlock, and he's looking around, and he's like, where's America? And America's just, like, throwing dollars at him. They're like, you got this. You got this. And the Poles are like, let me at him. Let me at him. And, like, the, the, the Germans and the French are holding the Poles back, and they're like, no, 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 no. That was never the plan. Okay, sorry. Sorry if you got the wrong idea. You thought this was going to be a big thing. It's not. That's basically the situation right now. So, I guess what I was going to say, though, about the whole Nazi thing is, like, you waited so long. The liberals waited so long to see actual Nazis. They never see actual Nazis. Never. Only, like, their caricaturized version of Nazis, which they know what they're saying is nonsense. They know those aren't Nazis. <coughs> but finally, and this is just so perfect, and I don't know why I didn't see this coming. And I know, like, I've talked about this before, but I just, like, it's still so funny to me. And then you have this added, like, ADL defense of Nazis, is that when the liberals finally find the Nazis in the wild, the real ones, they support them. (laughs) That's so good. You couldn't have written a better script than that. Everything that's happened over the past seven years, coming up on, like, eight years, everything that's happened, If I was writing a script and I was like a good, you know, if I was good at like plot twists and stuff, I would be like, oh my God, you know what happens next? There's real Nazis. The fucking liberals support them. (laughs) And then they have to find fun ways of justifying why that's okay. I love that shit. Because then I come in and I'm like, hey, man. You know, not all the Nazi ideas were that bad. And they're like, well, you can't say that. I'm like, I don't like the Ukrainian Nazis, though, and you do. I'm talking about the old ones. I was going to read. I found this 25-point program. Oh, fuck. Am I going to sneeze? Damn, I lost it. I'm falling apart. I found this 25-point program. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's, um... Let's see. Um...
<clears throat> oh, wow. This is good. Okay. So it, it's like the party platform of the German Workers' Party, which turned into the National Socialists. You know them as Nazis. And um, this is their 1920 platform. So things did change. But if you read this, and you also have to understand it's like in the context of 1920. So you're going to read it and think it's like super communist. The funny thing is, the American left would probably find more in common with this than the American right today. But obviously, you need to try to put on your 1920 hat and look at this like a person from 1920, if you're able to. But anyway, let's see. Let's see if there's anything we can read here where we agree with Nazis. Let's just try this as a thought experiment. One, we demand the union of all Germans to form the greater Germany on the basis of the people's right to self-determination enjoyed by the nations. Okay, that's like all German-speaking people should be within Germany. I'm cool with that. I don't know if everyone would agree with that. We demand equality of rights for the German people in its dealings with other nations and abolition of the peace treaties of Versailles and St. Germain. Very reasonable. Very reasonable. Completely agree with it. If you don't agree with it, then you don't know what the Treaty of Versailles and St. Germain are. But if you do, then you would obviously agree that that's a very reasonable stance. Number two, very good. Three, we demand land and territory, colonies, for the sustenance of our people and colonization for our superfluous population. They're like, you guys are all colonizing. We want to colonize too. Again, pretty reasonable. Don't know if it's the best idea. You know, I don't even know if I support that quite frankly. But again, it's 1920. Look at what everyone else was doing. Especially in the aftermath of World War One, Germany wants in on that action. From that standpoint, it's a reasonable thing to want. Four, none but members of the nation may be citizens of the state. None but those of German blood, whatever the creed may be. No Jew, therefore, may be a member of the nation. I mean, listen, uh, if you want, I don't know. Hold on. <coughs> yeah. I love sneezing. I love sneezing. Oh. This is like Jordan's flu game. I know what it's like now. This is like Jordan's flu game. I see you, Michael. Hey, you know, I I don't um What what is a nation if not a group of people bound by blood? That's the German interpretation of what a nation should be. 
And they're not even saying, therefore, they're not even saying here that Jews need to be expelled from the nation. They're just saying they can't be citizens of this nation. Whoever has no citizenship is to be able to live in Germany only as a guest and must be regarded as being subject to foreign laws. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, if you're a guest, you would obey the, the laws of the state you're visiting. Only citizens can vote. That's the next one. Um, only citizens can hold office. Okay, um, we demand that the state be charged first with providing the opportunity for a livelihood and a way of life for the citizens. If it is impossible to nourish the total population of the state, then the members of foreign nations, non-citizens, must be excluded from the Reich. I mean, I get why you think that's bad. I just don't think that's bad but I don't want you to be upset with me. They're just prioritizing citizens first. And by citizens, they mean blood citizens, blood Germans. So I just don't see what the big deal is there. I mean, Israel does the same thing. This is like, if you, <laughs> that's the funny thing about this. A lot of these, you would probably find almost identical if I looked at like the party platform of like an Israeli right wing, <clears throat> I don't know what the uh, Israeli parties are. But if you looked at like Benjamin Netanyahu's party policies, you probably see a lot of the same shit right here. The only difference would be, you know, you know, it should be a priority of Israel to provide the opportunity for livelihood for its citizens. And if it's impossible to nourish all of the Jews, it, no, if it's impossible to nourish all of the population of Israel, then non-Jews must be excluded. You start to realize how similar the Reich and Israel are. It's very interesting. Maybe we can all be friends. All immigration of non-Germans must be prevented. We demand that all non-Germans who have immigrated the country since 1914 be required to immediately leave the Reich. Hey, they're allowed to do that. That's kind of part of being a nation state. You're allowed to do that kind of thing. All citizens of the state shall be equal as regards rights and obligations. That's a good one that liberals would like, right? You're all equals. Citizens, you see key word there, because you'd be like, but they just said about the Jews. They're not citizens. Uh, the first obligation of every citizen must be to productively work mentally or physically. That's great. The activity of individuals may not clash with the interests of the whole, but must proceed within the framework of the whole for the benefit of the general good. We demand, therefore, 
abolition of unearned incomes, breaking of debt slavery. This is very, that's a nice like little one-two punch, like communist libertarian one-two punch. Because they hit you with the no passive income, like no landlord income. That's your communist punch. And then they break the breaking of debt slavery. Boom. Libertarian counterpunch. This is a very interesting ideology we have brewing here. And this is Weimar Germany and like things are bad. So, although I don't think things were that bad yet, but things were about to get very bad. But no, actually they were really bad. It was 1920, so... They might have still been under blockade, but I actually don't think so. I think that ended in like 1919. But things were bad. So that's why you have this idea of collectivism. It's less of like communist collectivism and more of like we just got completely fucked. And they're suffering. And it was more like let's stick together and let's work together as a whole. Or we're going to be doomed. Now, one, one more. I'm going to read one more because I, th- I thought this one was funny. Because there's a. Uh... Oh, dude. How about this one? This is good. This, sh- this is good. This is number 12. In consideration of the monstrous sacrifice of life and property that each war demands of the people. Personal enrichment due to a war must be regarded as a crime against the nation. Therefore, we demand ruthless confiscation of all war profits. I mean, that's not bad. It's a little communisty, but not bad. I'm saying it's very interesting. Okay. Um... You know, so it's a mixed bag you got here. I read you the first 12, and then I'm going to read number 24. This will be the last one, just because I know this is what you want. This is what you came here for. 24, we demand we demand freedom of religion for all religious denominations within the state, so long as they do not endanger its existence or oppose the moral senses of the Germanic race. The party as such, advocates the standpoint of a positive Christianity without binding itself confessionally to any one denomination. It combats the Jewish materialistic spirit within and around us and is convinced that a lasting recovery of our nation can only succeed from within From within, on the framework. Again, like, look, if we're going to be pussies about it, we could say how wrong some of these things are. But if we're going to be realistic, and we're going to understand the times, and we're going to understand these people just not only lost a war, but just got absolutely punished unfairly afterwards. And there was some stuff going on with the Jews within the country. I mean, look, I... I I hate to break it to you, but that's just true. And they said, hey, we want to take our country back, and this is how we're going to do it. And notice there's no there's no extermination. There's no liquidation. There's no suggestion of that. 
just like, hey, you have to leave. You can't be here anymore. So, anyway, now I want to tell you about this retard because it's really funny, okay? So, that's what I wanted to tell you. I wanted to see, that, that thought experiment was just like, let's see if we can find anything within the, um, within the Nazi party platform of 1920 that liberals would actually agree with. Because if you said to a liberal like, hey, listen, I agree with like 5% of the, what the Nazis said. They'd be like, you can't do that. But I think what we found is that while there might be one or two that liberals would agree with, I think there's way more that Israelis would agree with. Interestingly. And I think if you showed this to an Israeli and I just swapped out some words... I just swapped out Germanic with Israeli. And I just swapped out Jewish with Palestinians. And Israeli would read this and be like, this is fire. And Israeli would read this and be like, this, this fucking slaps, dude. Where'd you get this? <laughs> okay. Um, Wow, we're going to get to an hour, and I'm really, I'm really happy with myself. So there's this lady, Mrs. S, is her name on, on Twitter, Mrs. S. Somehow she's got 26,000 followers. Um, she's like an older woman, like a boomer-looking lady. For some reason, wow, she's a mom of seven. Um, her her at is at h s h Laura J, and I was like, is this a satire account? I couldn't tell. Like, she shares these boomer memes. I mean, look, I hate these people, too. Like, we have the same enemies, but you can't be so stupid. Because you... You gotta just chill. It's so bad. It's like, ugh. Okay, alright, alright. So she shared, like, I'll show you, like, she shared this meme. Like, it's just a picture... Of Biden and Kamala next to each other. And it says 2019. Biden, $9 million net worth. Kamala, $6.3 million net worth. Then underneath it says 2022. Biden, $41 million. Kamala, $28 million. And then it says, Ukraine has been good for the bumbling foo, for the bumbling fool and the little cackling whore. <laughs> When people share those, never, like, not once does it occur to them, like, wait, where'd they get those numbers? How do they know if Biden has $41 million and, and he had, and he had $9 million three years ago? It's like, holy shit, man. This is the kind of shit that she shares. 
And, like, it's all boomer memes, and sometimes it's funny. Boomer memes can be funny sometimes, but usually they're not. Usually they're just boomer memes. But this is what she shared. So, there's a website called the Vancouver Times. Okay, it's a satire website. So, this, I will say was in poor taste by this satire website. They ran a headline that said, former Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal arrested for child porn. And then everyone obviously just takes a picture of that and starts sharing it around, not realizing that it's a satire site. And it was only brought to my attention because someone that I follow shared it and was like, if you see this, just know that it's fake and this is a satire site and every conservative I know is getting got by this. And I get got sometimes too. But look at what Mrs. S starts to say when she gets got. And this is where you could just have no patience for these people. So someone goes, Here's one response. Someone goes, this is not real. Politely request you delete this because allegations like this can ruin a person's life. Prayer hands. That is so true and reasonable. Like, hey, I know you hate that guy and you think he stifled your free speech or whatever. But saying that he got arrested for child porn, pretty mean, could really screw up his life. I think he's got kids, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, don't do that. That's Can you delete it? This is what Mrs. S. the Boomer Retard says. I don't know what's real anymore. Reality has been obliterated by the media. Hunter's laptop was misinformation. When the MSM continues to protect those in power, we can no longer find the truth. Holy fucking shit, dude. What do you mean, we can no longer find the truth? The Vancouver Times is a satire newspaper. You found the truth. No one's trying to hide that truth from you. The MSM isn't trying to hide that truth from you. No truth is being hidden from you. The truth is before you. You're just doubling down on being a fuckhead. This one's even better. Someone goes, it's from a satire site. And she goes, satire often tells a truth. (laughs) Oh my God. So someone goes, you're extremely gullible. It's, is it so hard to check basic things like the site's about page? People falling for such obvious satire BS makes us look bad. And, and Mrs. S goes, and the truth is often found in the strangest places lately. Dude, this is crazy. Someone goes, delete this. This is not a real story. And she goes, and I suggest you delete your post. It's from a legitimate site. 
this is why I kept thinking, like, I kept going through this, and I was like, is this lady's, is this lady satire? But I'm, I found no evidence that this lady is fucking around. I think she's just, like, full-blown. I could think, I could find no evidence that suggested anything other than her being full-blown. How about that? Like, this is just peak. This one's peak boomer. And you know what's sad is that these all have, like, more likes than comments. Like, they're not getting ratioed. So someone said, this is fake. Please delete it. And she goes, and did you think the Hunter laptop was Russian propaganda? Remember all the fact checkers called it fake news? In this environment of censorship, never say never. <laughs> this lady is insane. This is your mind on boomer conservatism, okay? I always talk about your mind on white liberalism, and you never want it to be, you, you never want to be in a state of mind on white liberalism. Like, you never want that to happen to yourself or to your loved ones, anyone you care about. But your mind on boomer conservatism is very bad, too. It's, like, arguably just as bad. <clears throat> Jesus. Um. Jesus, man. It is problematic you have not deleted this tweet. Many have nicely pointed out that this is untrue, and yet you have doubled down. Why? What upside is there to digging in on a lie? And Mrs. S says... You have been repeatedly insisting on this retweet from a bona fide site be taken down. Do you have a dog in this fight? <laughs> Holy shit. This is fake news, Mrs. S. The place is a satire site. And she goes, not fake news. Satire. Big difference. Although lately, they seem to intertwined. Oh my god. Looks real. Guy is guilty. She goes, it's from a legit satire site, but progressives got their periods. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? This lady fucking sucks. <laughs> Someone goes, is this real? And she goes, maybe. <laughs> it's from a legitimate satire site. <laughs> Someone said, wish it was real, and she just shares the link to the satire site of the story. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, look, I'm done. I'm done, but... <clears throat> Let me see here. Oh, that's it for me. I did an hour. I did an hour and seven and a half minutes here, so I'm done. I'm finished. I'm fucked up. I'm glad I got that out. I think it was a lot of fun. I think that part where I was doing the ADL thing with the really Jewy voice, I think that was so funny. On the next episode, I'll have to remind myself, and I'm going to write a note here, so hang on. I'm going to write a note.
I'm gonna write. Did you get tested, David? That everyone asked me that, like when I was sick, and I told people, every Jew, every Jew I told was like, "Well, did you get tested, David? Do you have COVID, David? Did you get tested for COVID? The new strain's really bad." <laughs> I gotta tell you about Leo Frank and how he's a child rapist and he deserved to be lynched and that's how the, um, that is how the ADL was formed. Hang on, I gotta save this. Oh my god, did you get tested, David? I meant to mention that because I wrote that in my notes. Every Jew that I told, which was just like my parents and my cousin, the first thing they said, did you get, did you test yourself for COVID, David? Did you get tested for COVID, the new strain? <laughs> oh my God, they'll always be in this world. I was like, no, because it would make no difference. Like, well, no, because if you had COVID, you could take the Paxlovid, David. You can take the Paxlovid. <sighs> I was like, dude, I'm just going to rough it. If it's COVID or if it's the flu, like, I get sick. It's okay. I get sick. I rough it for two days. I get better. Drink lots of water. I don't take Paxlovid. Get fucked. I don't take vaccines. Get fucked. Okay? I don't take tests. Get fucked. Alright? So Merry Christmas, everyone. I love you. And a Happy New Year as well. And we'll see you next time.